0: This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920 435 2973
1: or visit pl-259.com. T-10 987 Ignition. Liftoff. Liftoff. 30 minutes after the off. It's Ham
0: A good evening to everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live episode number 92. It's NASA on the air recorded live on Thursday, December 7th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9 VPG. Thanks for tuning in. To this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight we're joined by Dr. Rob Suggs, KB5EZ from NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center, and Kevin Zari, KK4YEL from Kennedy Space Center, and Peter Fetter, uh, KB3GTN from Goddard Space Flight Center. And we will take your calls live in just a few minutes. We'll be talking about an on air activity that's coming up very soon for all of the uh, NASA facilities across the country called NASA on the air. So that's what we'll be talking about tonight. Last week, uh, Dr. Ralph Fedor, K0IR, was here to talk about the upcoming Bouvet Island de-expedition. And so if you missed that, just go over to hamtalklive.com and you can listen to it on demand there or you can catch our podcast version on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. And we're also available on YouTube. And uh, shout out to the uh, Galapagos Islands de-expedition team today. Uh, We talked to them at school and actually got them again uh, myself when I got home. One of my students uh, was able to make the connection this afternoon, so it was nice to... Get that one in the log, and um, we're going to talk about getting NASA in your log uh, in just a few minutes. So uh, think of some questions, and um, you can give us a call and um, talk to us about the NASA on-the-air program. Uh, we'll talk to these guys for a little bit, but later on in the show, uh, you can give us a call. The number is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's eight one two six three eight four, two, six, one, or you can Skype us or ham talk live on Skype. And, uh, you can also tweet us anytime. Uh, that's, uh, at ham talk live on Twitter. So I'll be back with Rob, Kevin and Peter right after this word from tower electronics, right here on ham talk live. This episode of ham talk live is brought to you in part by tower electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Diwa, OPEC, workman and ham pro products and don't miss their zero percent off sale going on now tower electronics online at pl-259.com proud to sponsor this episode of ham talk live sorry for the delay your host neil rapp is reading a book on anti-gravity and he just can't put it down now here's more ham talk live Thanks to my friends Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show again tonight. They help bring you Ham Talk Live each and every week. They're in Plant City, Florida this weekend, Friday and Saturday at the Ham Fest there. And uh, then they're going to be taking a bit of a break. So you can call them at 920-435-2973 or visit them online at pl-259.com. Tell them you heard it on Hamtalk Live, and don't forget, PL259s make great stocking stuffers. Hamtalk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at hamtalklive.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Well, let's uh, meet our guests tonight, Dr. Rob Suggs, KB5EZ. Was first licensed as a technician in 1973 as WA4KVO. He upgraded to advanced in 1978 and was assigned his current call sign while attending grad school in New Mexico. In 2000, he upgraded to extra, and he works for the Marshall Space Flight Center as a space environments team lead. He is responsible for compatibility of NASA flight projects with. <clears throat> this this random stuff flying around meteoroids, orbital debris, uh, who knows what's floating around out there, <clears throat> ionization um, or ionizing radiation, neutral thermosphere and ionospheric plasma environments. Rob earned his PhD in astronomy from New Mexico State, and currently his uh, research interest is in observing meteoroid impacts on the moon. Um, and Ham radio, is interests are DXing Meteor Scatter already, uh, JT-65, and some uh, summits on the air and, and some um, portable operations. Kevin Zari, KK4YEL, was licensed in 2014 and went from nothing to extra all in that year. Um, He's the activities officer and trustee of the Kennedy Space Center Amateur Radio Club, which is now N1KSC. He revived the club after it had been idle for a number of years. And uh, Kevin is a graduate of Florida Tech and spent 17 years as a payload test engineer with NASA, especially for the space shuttle program. And uh, he's now the Chief Technology Officer for the Exploration Research and Technology Programs at Kennedy Space Center. Uh, Kevin enjoys operating Whisper and uh, build his own kit for that and, and some other modes. And last but not least is Peter Feder, KB3GTN. He's an RF Systems Engineer at Goddard Space Flight Center. Uh, he has a degree in Electrical Engineering from Capital College. He's an accomplished computer system engineer, which ties into his RF experience for software-defined radios. He was licensed in 2001, and his current position with NASA has him developing, testing, and installing communication systems for space. And he just returned, literally, from Antarctica this week. Uh, where he and other NASA engineers were testing out a disruption-tolerant communications network to the International Space Station, which I think could probably be a whole show in itself. So Rob, Peter, uh, Kevin, welcome to the show.
2: Well, thanks a lot, Neil. Thanks for having us on this evening and helping us publicize this event. Yep, uh, yep. welcome. We're
3: glad to join you, Neil, here.
0: Well, we're glad that, uh, that you're all here and, and we get some different uh, perspectives later on um, <clears throat> from all of the different sites and your different clubs. But I'm going to let uh, Rob uh, take the lead here for a moment and tell us about this operating event that's kicking off soon called NASA on the Air. Um, so tell us about what that is and when it'll take place and where, and then if you want to throw it off to, to these other guys, why well, go right ahead, Rob.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, that's, that's what we'll do. Uh, well, this is a, a year long event and it kicks off really starting uh, Sunday evening, uh, at uh, 6 PM, um, our time here, that's zero UT. Um, and, uh, we'll run for a year through, uh, December 27th of 2018. And then a little bit later, we'll tell you the significance of those, those dates. Uh, this first one that, that we start off is is actually uh, kicked off with the Apollo 17 45th anniversary. Uh, this is uh, uh, one of the anniversaries we'll be commemorating, but uh, this is a, is a year-long event. It runs uh, all the way through. Uh, the idea here is that we wanted um, individual clubs have gotten on the air over the years to do uh, special events. And uh, uh, we uh, all got together and started talking about this by telecon um, uh, a few uh, months back and decided that we would uh kind of coordinate efforts and and try to be on the air sort of at similar times and we thought hey we'll just make this a whole year-long event and we'll have a, a point system uh and uh, peter can talk about that a little bit later uh but uh we'll we'll just have all of the clubs uh hopefully on the air at uh, various times during this year and any contacts uh made with us um count toward these points and um uh there's a, a, a special certificate available at the end of the event
0: all right so uh you, you mentioned you know the the starting date is is right away uh so tell us about that first one that's coming up and and the and the uh, tie there to the uh, apollo mission
2: yeah the uh, the dates that we picked there the 11th through the 14th of december are roughly the days that the apollo 17 astronauts uh uh, Jack Schmidt and Gene Cernan were on the surface uh, of the moon. Uh, recall this was the last of the Apollo missions, the last of the manned uh, lunar missions. And um, we we like to, to do these special events kind of on um, multiples of five and ten year kind of thing. So this is 45th anniversary. Uh, that's pretty significant. And um, and so we'll be kicking it off uh, this week. And, and um, the the key thing to remember here is that if you want to find out uh, what's going on with this event, go to our website. Uh, we have one. Uh, it's NASA on the air, one word, dot wordpress.com. And it has uh, all of the information that we'll be talking about here tonight, plus a lot of other details uh, about other events and such. Uh has links to our, uh, our, our, our various social media feeds, which uh, uh, Kevin will be talking about and um uh that that's how to find out what's really going on with with the event is to to go to that page but uh hopefully we're not sure that, how many clubs will be on uh, next week uh but we know that a number of us will and um uh you know we'll be be looking for uh contacts with uh we folks out there
0: okay now you talked about this uh certificate that's available so Uh, tell us a little more about that and, uh, we've, we've got the web address already here, but, uh, let's talk about the, uh, certificate and then you can, um, throw it over to, um, to Peter to talk about the, the point system.
2: Yeah, the, the certificate will be a, an actually a, a download, uh, at the end of, of the event and it'll have a list of all the, the clubs and, um, uh, that you've uh, contacted and the various bands and modes uh, that were used for those contacts. So rather than us trying to send out these certificates, we thought, hey, let's use the modern technology here. Uh, the certificate will be automatically generated when you put your call sign in. Uh, you can download it, print it out, uh, frame it, uh, you know, wh- whatever you'd like to do with it. Um, there will also be uh, QSLs. Uh, Available from some of the clubs. We're not sure. We haven't worked out all the details of that yet, but for instance, our club will probably do a a special uh, QSL for the special events, and um, uh, those will be available with uh, a self-addressed stamped envelope. If uh, anybody wants to get a a QSL uh, from a particular contact, uh, we um, uh, just direct you to the qrz.com page for that particular club call sign, and it'll have information there about... uh, whether they're QSLing or not, and how those are handled. And um, I guess Peter, if you wanted to talk about the the point system and how all that's going to work, uh, take it away.
4: All
3: right. Uh, so uh, over here at the Goddard Club, we're 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 kind of doing sort of the same thing Rob was talking about with uh, doing QSL cards as well. Uh, in terms of this contest, though, uh, we're talking about uh, several stations uh, operating on several bands and several modes. Uh, we're going to probably play the game of, uh, one point per band per mode, uh, combination. So if you're on 20, you can work us on CW phone and digital and, you know, get points for each one of those. Uh, it's a little bit like field day in that sense. Uh, the exchange is real simple because the only thing we really need is our call and, uh, what band we're on. And, uh, that's all we're going to log on our side. So, uh, we don't have any fancy numbers or anything like that going on. So it's just no, make contacts and, uh, uh just keep in mind that the operator on the other end out here is probably not used to pile ups and uh operating those things, so we might have to have a little patience out there uh but uh it should be pretty straightforward uh There was some talk about doing uh supporting v h f contacts uh via repeater through Echolink and whatnot, but i't I think a lot of the clubs have sort of turned that down at this point, so I think we're only going to do uh h f and uh, uh satellite uh, contacts will be available. We're also looking at uh, doing uh, points on an honor system with the ISS. Uh, there's some details about what we're going to actually accept for that. But uh, uh, some of them will be like uh, record an SSS scan TV image or uh, no hand TV reception uh, from uh, the ISS as well. Right. And uh, we are working a little bit with APRS, uh, Bob Bruniga, uh, about doing an APRS or uh, echo uh, uh, thing uh, that might be coming out a little bit later. Um, so, uh, right now we are looking at supporting all bands, uh, 160 through 70 centimeters. Uh, there was some talk about supporting 1296 moon bounce, but I don't know if there's a lot of support in the community for doing moon bounce. Uh, there's only a couple clubs that actually can do that anyway right now. So, uh, that's pretty much it for that, uh, point system, but it's pretty simple. One point per uh, contact pretty much. Uh, so I guess, uh, back to, uh, Neil, you got any, uh, yeah, else you and-
0: yeah. And let's, let's go over to Kevin too. Cause I know, uh, Rob said Kevin had some, some stuff. So good evening, Kevin. And, and tell us, uh, tell us about the side of things from, uh, sunny Florida.
4: Hey, good evening, Neil. And thanks. Uh, as Rob and Peter mentioned, there's going to be multiple club stations on the air, uh, throughout the event. And we were thinking about how's the best way to get our information out to the general public in a timely manner. Um, And thought, well, that could be best done using social media. So right now, we figured some people are going to subscribe to us, and maybe not everybody, but the folks that do subscribe to us, they're going to get that info directly. But the benefit of social media, of course, would be that the other people who follow those people would see it as a result of a retweet or mention or something like that. So it's a very effective way. One message from us could... Quickly reach a quite a large audience, much more than if we had an email distribution list or something like that. So uh, we're going to use social media in all aspects of the event. Uh, before the events, like this particular week, we use our Facebook page. Uh, if you search for NASA on the air uh, and uh, N O T A, um, and also our Twitter handle, which is at NASA Radio Clubs. If you uh, if you Search those things. You're going to see this week we've been publicizing the event, in particular, the Apollo 17 event that we had just spoken about. Um, uh, That's important, I think, because some folks all around the world, they might not – some of them, like myself, weren't even born, but some folks might not know about what it is, why are we celebrating it this particular week – so uh, we're going we're gonna to use it to publicize the event and list our proposed band and or our mode information, and each of the clubs will utilize those single uh, points of contact. Then during the events, we will use uh, Twitter. We'll update our Twitter feed, and the, we'll have two hashtags that we're using. One of them is NASA on the air, all one word. And uh, the other one, of course, is N-O-T-A. And you know that we love acronyms at NASA, right, Neil? So Oh, yes, passed, absolutely. <laughs> we couldn't pass up an acronym. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you've got to have those TLA's
0: up. and FLAs.
4: <laughs> right on. But, uh, <laughs> un- uh, unfortunately, N-O-T-A could mean a lot of different things to different people, like uh, none of the above and all these other things. So we kind of encourage both of those uh, hashtags. But... Um, when they spot us, if somebody spots us on the spotting networks or the DX clusters, we also would like to ask them to please, um, like they did with National Parks on the Air or the ARRL uh, events, we'd like to please ask them to utilize those so folks know that this station is one of the NASA on the Air stations. And then finally, uh, after the event, we're going to summarize results and, uh, and start publicizing the next event. I'm, I'm really happy right now with how the social media has been working for us
0: yeah and we will uh continue to uh to retweet and and send out some of that and I missed the Facebook group so we will send that out as well on our social media so you can find those easily so um we'll be uh posting that on Facebook Twitter and Instagram here uh, in the next day or so so you'll be able to find those but if you just search NASA on the air you should be in in good shape. So yeah, we got, we got to get all those, those TLA's and FLA's and that's an acronym for three letter acronym and four letter acronym. So (laughs) we we have to acronym everything and and, and I'm in science. It's the same thing. So we 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 like recursive acronyms acronyms
4: too. Oh yeah. On the air and N O T A is actually a recursive acronym, right? This is N for NASA, which itself is an acronym. So, yeah, we like to spin it up a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Acronym inside of an acronym. We got it. All right. Well, Rob, before we go to break, is there anything we missed here that we need to make sure we throw in before we uh, take a break and then take some calls?
2: Yeah, I'd like to add that uh, to find out how you're doing uh, with the the contacts and and, um, uh, and your chasing of these various clubs, uh, we have a... um, uh, a system we call it the contact tracking system the cts uh, oh, you know, another, do, acronym. uh yeah, another acronym Another uh which um that link will also be on our uh, wordpress site um it's not live yet but we've been doing some testing of it but it, it should be this weekend and with that system what the way this is going to work is that each of the clubs will upload their logs um hopefully fairly quickly after they uh, do the event or um Uh, you know, just kind of regularly throughout the year. Uh, And all you have to do as a ham is just go out there and bring up this site and type in your call sign, and it will come up with a matrix that tells you which of the clubs you've worked and uh, which bands, and then there's designators for each of the modes, and we're breaking the modes down into CW, sideband, and digital. And we're not breaking the digital, digital down any finer than that. You know, if you use the full list and FL Digi, you'd have, I don't know how many there are, but, uh, you know, we don't want to make it any finer than that. So, so RIDI, FT8, all of those things, those are just considered digital. Uh, and then we're, we're trying to figure out how to implement a fourth mode that we call a space mode. We're the space agency. We should be promoting that, right? So that's those satellite contacts, uh, the um, uh, ARIS contacts uh you know through the APRS system or 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 just hearing uh space station um you know school contact downlink something like that uh and meteor scatter i know those aren't exactly in space they're actually in the atmosphere but we'll call that a space mode and then if we manage to um get any moon bounce contacts in there uh th- those will all be kind of considered a, a separate mode but we're still working out the details of how that's going to work and then i think some of the clubs too uh peter mentioned about the uh uh repeaters and such um we're we're talking about uh possibly including uh uh these internet linked things too just to reach out and touch as many hams as we possibly can uh because there are a lot of guys out there who are, are technicians who maybe aren't set up for satellite or or um you know some of these other um uh, long distance uh vhf modes and uh would like to get in on the uh, on the action too so um, expect some of that too. We just don't know how much, you know, how many clubs will be participating in that. But uh, we're we're uh, talking about including that as well.
0: Sounds like a well organized plan here, and and it almost sounds like there's some some computer engineers involved or something.
2: Oh, we we have a whiz, uh, Matt K A zero S. Matt um, K A zero S is our guy, and he's the one who put together this. CTS, and we've just all been amazed at how well it works. He uh, actually gave us a presentation at our club meeting this evening on how it works, and it's it's pretty whizzy and it just works like a champ. So uh, we're real happy about that. You got we got some really good talent, you know, these guys on the line here, and and a lot of folks in in the background who are doing a lot of this work, uh, getting this thing together, and so it's it's been a lot of fun uh, seeing all that talent come together to make this happen.
0: All right, well, I look forward to uh, to seeing the results of all of that very soon. And that's uh, kicking off on Monday, so um, get, get on the air and uh, make those contacts. Well, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines. We'll take your calls, we'll look at your tweets, and uh, whatever else we can come up with, and maybe even talk a little bit about the... Uh, individual clubs that these guys uh, represent
5: right here on ham talk live the national voice of America museum of broadcasting located in westchester ohio just north of cincinnati is only two minutes off i-75 the museum is the former home of the voice of america bethany relay station tours are now available every saturday and sunday from 1 to 4 p.m eastern time you can see the control room a 200,000-watt transmitter, and the most comprehensive collection of inventions by the iconic Powell Crosley Jr. Also on display is a huge antique radio exhibit and R.L. Drake's personal collection of most every Drake amateur rig ever made. This is a unique opportunity to see amateur radio in action and have a chance to get on the air from WC8VOA. Admission is only five dollars a person. The museum is located close to historic WLWAM and tons of shopping and restaurants. Take a trip to the VOA Museum or visit us online at voamuseum.org.
4: Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap.
5: Join the
0: conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812 NET Ham 1. That's 812 638 4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. And we are back. Be sure to listen to Ham Talk Live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. Check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search ham talk live there. Well, it's time for your calls. So if you have a question for Rob, Kevin, or Peter, you can give us a call at 812 net ham one. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can call us on Skype. We're on Skype as well. You'll find us at ham talk live and you can also tweet us at ham talk live. In fact, I'll run over there right now and see if we have anything over there just yet. Don't see anything just yet, but now's the time. So if you have any questions about the NASA on the air event or comments, uh, just give us a call at 812-638-4261, or uh, or you can send us a tweet too. Um, So let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of these other events that are going to be coming up we've got the the kickoff on Monday but um Rob you've got some of the other events that will be coming up that uh, you want to talk about so let's take a look at those
2: Yeah the the ones that we have on our our list on our web page currently uh include this Apollo 17 event we were just talking about um, and then uh, in July of uh, of next year is the 60th anniversary of NASA Uh, Actually, July 29th is when um, President Eisenhower signed uh, the Space Act, which formed NASA. So we'll certainly do something for that. Um, And then in November and early December were the first launches of the uh, uh, first elements of the International Space Station. And that'll be the 20th anniversary of of those events. Um, And then the Apollo 8 50th anniversary is December of of next year. And um, so we'll certainly be um, uh, covering those events. Uh, We have a list of others we're going to be discussing perhaps in January. uh, The Explorer 1 60th anniversary event, we may do that, and there are a number of others. So just stay tuned to that website and you'll probably see some other events. But I need to point out that it's not just during these events that you can collect these points. We plan to be doing casual operations, you know, like during lunch and after work, uh, on the weekends. Um, a lot of us, a lot of the clubs do contest operations, uh, and, uh, all of those events we plan to upload all of those logs to this contact tracking system. So any contact you make with any one of these clubs, uh, will, will, will count th- toward these, uh, band mode, uh, counts that we were, were discussing earlier. So, um, I, I, particularly like the, the casual contacts, because that's when we can just chat with folks and kind of share what we're doing, you know, again, sharing your space program with you. Um, and th- those are a lot of fun. And we find folks who, uh, you know, have either worked uh, in the space program or had relatives that did or, you know, things like that. So uh, so those are a lot of fun, but it's also a heck of a lot of fun to be the object of a pileup. Uh it, it's, it's a hoot. So um, we're looking forward to that type, type of operating as well.
4: Yeah you know this uh, one thing too that we we should mention is that we're celebrating a lot of things that happened throughout history but we're also celebrating things that we're currently doing and so just as an example we uh, currently have some commercial crew flights that are test flights that are targeted in 2018 and assuming that the schedules don't slip too much uh, we might have the uh, special events operating around things like Boeing launching its first test flight, its orbital uncrewed test flight, in August uh, timeframe, as well as some SpaceX demonstration missions that would happen throughout the the upcoming year. So, as as Rob mentioned, we're we're going to be celebrating NASA's past. We're going to be celebrating NASA's. Uh, current state. And then we'll also use our on-the-air time to discuss what it is that NASA is doing in the future, too. It, it, a lot of folks don't recognize that after the shuttle program, you know, they we're a little bit confused what happened to NASA. So this is a great opportunity for outreach and uh, education, as well as engagement with the general public.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a very exciting time right now. As, uh, you know, Kevin mentioned those commercial crew launches, but we're also building a, a large rocket space launch system with uh, a capsule that sits on top called the Orion uh, to get uh, get us back into deep space again, uh, get out into the vicinity of the moon and uh, uh, possibly land on the moon again. So uh, it's this really exciting time for us. And plus, we've got this little space station operating up there that has uh, has had a crew on it continuously since, what, 2000, I think. Uh, so um, there's a lot going on, and we want to talk about all of those things when we have the opportunities, to.
0: Now, uh, Peter, why don't you tell us, uh, oh, let me remind people the the telephone number. It's 812-638-4261 to join the conversation here with the guys from the various NASA ham radio clubs around the country. And uh, Peter, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what's been uh, happening out at Goddard and what you're going to be doing in the uh, NASA on the air from Goddard.
3: All right, Neil. Uh, yeah, uh, Goddard Club, we're going to probably be fairly active. Uh, uh, I, know, I know for next week we'll probably be pretty active on the weekends and uh, a couple hours after work. We may we'll have a couple guys for a couple hours after work operating. Uh, we got two stations set up right now, uh, primarily 40 and 20 is probably where we're going to be at. Uh, we got a station doing digital and a station doing voice. Uh, so those will be our, probably be our primary locations you'll find us. Um, and Pretty pretty much Goddard Club's uh, been kind of just cranking along here, uh, trying to get set up and get going for this thing. Uh, we've been kind of looking at other Goddard events that we might, we might be doing that might be extra to our the, base-level events. Uh, Goddard's uh, kind of a center where we do a lot of our uh, earth science and, uh, and astrophysics science uh, within NASA. So we have uh, the missions like JWST and Hubble run out of Goddard. Uh, and you no, know, we're doing a bunch of other missions like uh you know, your JWST we just uh launched. Uh, or no uh JPSS, sorry, just launched and uh, that's a weather satellite uh supporting NOAA's weather gathering sat- services. services. That's built with a lot of people here at Goddard. And uh we do have a bunch of Earth science missions that will probably be launching. I know we have uh, TESS, which is uh you know Astro TESS is a uh, exoplanet survey mission that's going to be supposedly launching in June uh, out of the Cape down there at Kennedy. And then uh, we got a, uh, there's another launch. Uh, I don't think Parker Pope is ours, no. Uh, so TESS is probably, I think, our big launch for next year. Uh, JWST, I think, has been pushed out to 2019. So they won't be covered in a, this event. But we'll probably have a special event in the future for JWST uh, when that comes out. And, and that may be a bigger NASA thing since that's a pretty large project. Uh, and a big science getter here for NASA as well. Uh, so that's all I really got here from the Goddard Club. Uh, if there's any actual questions from the listening listening group out there, we'd be glad to answer them. Uh, so uh, if that, I'll send it back to Neil
1: here.
0: Okay. Yeah. And that phone number is 812 638 4261. Or you can uh, tweet us over at HamTalk Live on Twitter. Uh, we'll check that here in a moment. And let me throw it back down to. Uh, Florida to Kevin tell us about uh, some of the events that uh, you're planning for uh, NASA on the air from Kennedy
4: yeah thanks Uh, one thing I would like to mention too that today we happen to have uh, many of our space flight centers and I I do like to always remind folks that the uh, first a in NASA is aeronautics so we we got a very great uh, level of participation from other centers, where their primary uh, research is in aeronautics, and so uh, I'm looking forward for them uh, to give us in the give us the opportunity to discuss some of the great things that NASA is doing with respect to aeronautics as well. Back at at Kennedy, we've got a, a pretty nice shack. We've got a we've got plans to operate on HF, both in voice and digital, as well as satellite. Um, one of our club members, we're fortunate enough. Uh, he has a moon bounce set up at his house, and so we're we haven't got all the definitive dates and times yet, but we're hoping to be able to uh, to participate in some UHF moon bounce as well. There, um, you know we. Not related to this particular event, but we also do have the opportunity for folks to contact us on our repeater, which, as you know, Neil sits on top of the vehicle assembly building. And uh, I say that because it's important for you to understand that 535 feet up, you can actually be uh, in the Orlando International Airport with a Baofeng HT.
0: Oh wait a minute! Wait it, a minute! He said Baofeng. We got. Okay. okay, we got it in there, Kevin.
4: Okay, I just wanted to make sure, because you could be with one of those units in the uh, Orlando <laughs> International Airport. Or, as, as what happened to me one time in the Daytona International Speedway with Ma- my bow Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: There we go. I was watching the was watching the skype we got a caller waiting on the line so.
4: okay let's let's let them come in but uh, we've got some great presence uh on the air looking forward to supporting these events
0: all right well we do have a caller on the line which is why i had, had on the wrong window here so uh who's this and what's your question
1: uh hey neil my name's al uh n4 e i i um uh, i'm a new ham and uh very excited i, I grew up uh you know, at the beginning of the space program, watched many of the launches in uh, black and white. And I just want to be sure um, I'm clear on how to contact or find out where you, you guys are going to be operating. And, again, thank you uh, all for putting in all your personal time uh, to help out all those hams. So so the question was, how do we, you know, where do we go to, to uh, get your frequencies or when you're going to be up and that type of thing. Are you going to be posting on Twitter and, and those social media places?
4: Hey, Kevin, uh, you want to take it? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Kevin? yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey Al, thanks for your call. Um, yeah. You know, our intent is to we're going to post it ahead of time as we know we're starting to operate, for example, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, each of the clubs will have the ability to communicate that information to folks through our Twitter handle, and uh, just in case you didn't catch it earlier, it's at NASA Radio Clubs, and if you uh, follow that, you'll see our information, but also I would like to call to your attention the, the typical cluster, the DX clusters and the spotting networks. We'll also have folks, once we are on the air, I, I think you'll find that those types of services will also be um, will be. Putting down information and spotting us, we do have our contact information on the website. I think if somebody were wanting to, they could easily email us or uh, email any of the clubs with our information on QRZ. Let's let's say Al that you really have wanted to talk to the folks at the JPL uh, club, and uh, you just haven't been able to get them on the air. If if you got their call sign and went to the QRZ page with their email address, you could also uh kind of set up a skeg with them and say when when could we talk? That's another way to do it.
0: And I believe, don't let me okay. I'm not I'm not the expert here, but I believe don't you have the Twitter feed from NASA Radio Clubs on the webpage for NASA on the air too?
4: That is correct. On the front page, on the main page of our NASA on the air uh, Word, wordpress website I think it's on on the side of the the right-hand side but our we have a live feed that follows us. So if you just kept the web page up, uh it would scroll by there as we're putting stuff uh on the on the Twitter feed. And if you're into Facebook, we also have a Facebook uh group as well which is NASA on the Air or uh, or NOTA um which you could follow. And I I think those work for the majority of folks. Uh, if somebody is not on Twitter, then all they have to do, as Neil mentioned, is just go to the web page. You could keep the web page up in a browser, and you could see without even having a Twitter account, you could follow what our information is.
2: Yeah, and for for the old school guys like me, um, uh, we'll be using the DX clusters, too. We'll probably be uh, self-spotting on those, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of logging programs. That stuff will scroll across your screen anyway, so you can check those uh, DX cluster uh, spots as
1: well. Well, hey, thank you very much. Uh, I made my first satellite contact today, so I'm going to be listening out on the birds for you guys and uh, looking forward to a lot of fun next year. Thank you.
0: All right, Al, thanks for uh, giving us a call, and congratulations on your first satellite contact. That's uh, that's pretty cool. So thanks for calling in. Thank you, 73s. All right, 73. 812-638-4261 812-638-4261 is the telephone number. We're just about out of time, but we might be able to squeeze a quick one in here. Um, but it will have to be quick. So uh, if you can do that. And, oh, Johnson Space Center Amateur Radio Club, which maybe my my friend Tanner on Twitter, just says, glad Kevin got the bow thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> and and also, <laughs> yes. And also, he says in addition to, uh, um, self adhesive envelopes are appreciated too. So that must be Tanner because <laughs> he had to do all the QSL cards for Johnson's thing here a few uh, months ago. So <laughs> that must have been Tanner. So. All right. Well, we've got about a minute left, so let me throw it back to Rob and talk just briefly about what's going on down at Marshall and um, anything else we need to get in here before we run out of time.
2: Yeah. I don't think we've mentioned uh, how many clubs are involved with this, but there there are a number of NASA centers and facilities across the country, and I think we've had about 12 uh, clubs all told, Uh, who have indicated an interest in this. I don't know if they're all going to be on, but um, we do have that many. So uh, you can, again, go to our webpage, and if you look around there, you'll find a map, and it shows where uh, all of these uh, centers and facilities and the clubs that will be active are. Uh, And as far as here at Marshall, uh, yeah, we'll be on the air um, uh, certainly uh, during this uh, event, and as I said before, the casual things and contest things, too. uh, We'll be on HF uh, Satellite. And uh, meteor scatter, uh, I need to, to get a plug in here. The Geminid meteor shower occurs kind of in the middle of our event uh, next week. I think it's uh, Wednesday night uh, or Thursday morning, somewhere in that time. From, no, I think it's Thursday evening uh, is the peak of the Geminid shower. So that's a really good time to make meteor scatter contacts. And I plan to be doing some of that uh, as well from there. And that's easier than ever, you know, with the uh, JT modes. All right,
0: very good. Well, that's going to finish things up for us tonight, but uh Rob, Kevin, Peter, thank you so much for joining us tonight and uh and we we even had some others uh I know uh, about the uh International Space Station and, and we just we weren't able to to get him on due to some other conflicts and and time and and here we are with a minute left. So <laughs> uh, so thank you all for uh for helping out to uh, organize this and coming on the show and uh look forward
2: to hearing you on the air. Thank you Neil and thanks for helping us publicize this and we look forward to to working on all of you guys. And gals. Thank you, Neil.
0: Yeah, all right. Cool Okay. Well, that's a wrap for this week's Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Dr. Rob Suggs, KB5EZ from Marshall Space Flight Center, Kevin Zari, KK4YEL from Kennedy Space Center, and Peter Fetter. KB3GTN from Goddard Space Flight Center. And everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and for calling in. And next week at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Thursday, Emmett Onasi, W0QH from Radio Waves, will be here to talk about some gift ideas and uh, a trip out to Pearl Harbor for the special event out there. For a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. For now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7-3. Seven five and may the good DX be yours.